you know, we spend a lot of time on social media. We find it helpful in so many areas of our business. And that's true of every platform. It's especially true with Instagram, where you can just get sucked in and look at picture after picture after picture. But you know what? You got to get the F off of Instagram. And that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I'm going to talk to one of my favorite people, Megan Brame. Megan is, she is an award-winning entrepreneur. She's an author. She's an advanced digital marketing strategist, and she helps entrepreneurs develop really value-based marketing initiatives. And she loves social media as much as I do, but she also thinks sometimes you need to get the F off. Megan, welcome to the show. Lorraine, I, I got like a little tear in my eye when you said I'm one of your favorite people because you are one of my favorite people. And oh, uh, this is like an after school special moment right now. I feel so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I just really have enjoyed every time we have a conversation. I learn something. You get me thinking in a different direction. I drop a little knowledge on you. It's like a win-win. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The conversations we have are fun but also stupidly productive. <laughs> I, I leave and I'm like, I got stuff to do. I got to go do this stuff. She has inspired me. I got to get going. Okay. So now today is your turn to inspire me oh because my. Instagram has really always been my distraction. It mm -hmm. Long before Facebook acquired it, I loved the pretty pictures on Instagram and I have grown to like it as a business tool, but maybe I'm spending too much time there. Well, to be totally transparent, um, as of this month when we we're recording this, I deleted my Facebook and Instagram officially. And wow. I, I know it's scary, especially as a business owner, but I have had such uh, ethical issues with Facebook and I've just, uh, it was, it felt like it was time to put up or shut up. And I don't judge people for keeping Instagram. I know that it's a, a tool that is super useful and is incredibly powerful when utilized correctly. A lot of my clients use it. It just, for me, when I started to think about, you know, how do I want to run a business and what is, what is an itch that I can't keep scratching anymore? Uh, it was, you know, it was Instagram and supporting Zuckerberg. So I decided, <laughs> I decided like, okay, not only am I going to get off Instagram, but I have to relearn how to market without this social media platform anymore. And so it's been bananas. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So for somebody who considers himself, herself mm -hmm. an advanced digital marketing strategist, mm -hmm. you're walking away. You're not taking your customers off the platform because it adds value in their businesses, mm -hmm. but for your business, mm -hmm. you're moving away. Yeah. So what does that look like? It's terrifying. It is a wide open space of uh, potential and terror at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's exciting. And I, I'm not here to advocate for people to get off Instagram. Far from it. You know, you got to run your business the best way that works for you. What I wanted to talk about is how people can start thinking about their customer journey in such a way that it doesn't rely 
on third-party platforms. It doesn't rely on Instagram. And it gets you away from those insidious bad feelings that people end up having on Instagram. Every picture is beautiful. I agree. I love um, plant porn pictures. I love them. House pictures, other people's quotes. They're so good. But what I've noticed in my own life is that there starts to become this chase, like almost like masochism of just like, I need to go see what my competitors are doing. And they're so much better than me. They're doing all of these amazing things. And this makes me feel bad. And so what I decided to do is just talk to people about finding a way to become less attached to these platforms and instead put your eyes back on your own paper and get back to work. You know, it's funny as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about a lot of the teenage girls with the body dysmorphia that are comparing themselves to airbrushed supermodels and Mm -hmm. all the tools that are designed to help airbrush you. So you look better. And the people who are taking selfies on these incredible vacations and stage scenes. And then as soon as the camera turns off, they're yelling at the people around them. And their world isn't any better. So I, I definitely see the value of number one, recognizing that none of that is real, Mm -hmm. that even if your competitors look better than you on the outside, they may not be on the inside. Mm -hmm. And then as you turn yourself inward, what have you been focusing on in this last month when you're not worrying about all of that other stuff? It's it, it's like a babe in the woods. I mean, it is just like starting from scratch and thinking about what what am I trying to do? Who am I trying to help? And what does me being on Instagram help them with? Does it help? It? If, the, if there's an access point there, where, you know, the majority of my clients are on Instagram exclusively, then that's one thing. But what I thought about was it's not only Instagram and the way that my clients utilize Instagram is not necessarily the way that I would target them. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing I try and bring up with people is that you don't have to be on Instagram if your customers aren't there or if they're there, but they're not using it in such a way that is beneficial for your business. Mm-hmm. Don't try and reinvent the wheel and like be disruptive and force yourself into these things. It's only going to lead to frustration. Your marketing initiatives should be, I don't want to, you know, sugarcoat it and say like, it'll be effortless because marketing <laughs> is never, ever, ever effortless, but it shouldn't cause you to feel bitter or jealous or any number of bad feelings, your marketing should be utilized as a way to uh, lift your message and promote the things, promote the transformation that you cause. And you can't cause a transformation if you're feeling like less than while Mm -hmm. you're posting. So I'm definitely sold on being okay with letting go of a platform I'm at a place right now where I'm actually not stalking my competitors. So I'm okay. I'm experimenting with things. I still haven't figured out what I love or don't love. LinkedIn is actually my most interesting platform because there's a lot less politics. There's a lot Mm -hmm. less other stuff. And the conversations I have there, I'm enjoying. So that's probably my happy place. Mm -hmm. But 
you got to find new clients. You got to get out and reach new people without the social platforms. And it can be done because believe it or not, I'm old enough to remember when there was no Facebook to begin right? with. Right. And, and I got clients. Mm-hmm. So I know it can be done. What are you finding as beneficial right now in this transition? Going back to old school marketing. And it is terrifying for people in digital marketing because mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, you know, printing up a bunch of ads and like stapling them on ten- <laughs> like telephone poles or something like that. But I'm talking about utilizing the customer journey and utilizing benchmarks in it. So what I mean by that is I'm tapping my former clients and talking about word of mouth and asking mm-hmm. for referrals and trying to get back into the community of one-on-one that mm-hmm. a lot of social media felt like it was doing, but it, it was for a grander scale. You know, it was for mm-hmm. a much larger global initiative. And while my business is global, my clients, based on the research I've done with my avatars and things like that, I know where my clients are. And I know mm-hmm. that the majority of them are in North America. So what I need to do and what I've been trying to do is focus more on bringing back the personal one-on-one word of mouth referrals, um, community building, you know, talking, talking to people instead of at people. And that has been surprisingly refreshing and successful. I love that because every now and then I used to just say to people, just pick up the phone. Yeah. You know, and the funny thing is that sometimes if you just pick up the phone and call five people, I don't even care Mm -hmm. if they're clients. If you call five people who know and love you and talk about where you're going in your business, almost always one of them will say, you know, Mm -hmm. you should talk to. And that doesn't really happen on social media the same way. It doesn't. And another way that I've been utilizing is email. And you might remember the email that I sent you sounded like probably sounded like a form email. Although I specifically put like, I am talking to you, Lorraine. This is actually a one-on-one. This isn't a bulk, but I think a lot of people have avoided email and have substituted social for that Mm -hmm. where, you know, you get the buckshot spray Mm -hmm. of social or you think you do the algorithms say otherwise, (laughs) but with email or now text marketing, although I'm not there yet, email marketing, you get this more personal touch and we have to learn how to get back to that. And I think that a lot of that, myself included, has been lost. There's a lot of nuance that has been lost in that and to our disadvantage. I could go on way more about email because that's also one of my happy places. You know that. But I'm going to put a pin in it here. And I'm going to say that if people really want to learn more about you, they aren't going to be able to find you on Facebook and Instagram. They're going to need to look for your podcast Mm -hmm. at Stop Sucking at Business. Yep. And can they still find you on a website? I'm still at MeganBrame.com. And if you go to MeganBrame.com slash YouTube, because I can never remember that full URL, it (laughs) takes you to all of my video tutorials, my live streams. You can see me right there too. I'm going to encourage anybody who's listening check Megan out. She's got a wealth of information with just a little attitude. (laughs) And I kind of love that. It's the purple hair. What what are you going to do? Megan, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Lorena, it's always my pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of MTFW.